Yeah, it's never obvious first thing in the morning on a Monday that I'm going to be able to handle Monday. But so far, I, I have handled all Mondays. Yeah, to yeah to whatever extent you've handled them. Yeah, right. Exactly. No less, no more. No less or more than that. And uh... <laughs> I've handled only and exactly all of the Mondays that I have so far had to live through. And uh, and even the weeks that that followed on their tail on the tail of that Monday, um, the 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 week that the Monday portented, um, <laughs> each, each of them came and went, and and here I am, the all the better or worse for it. Um, I know and, uh, I don't know if that's something to lean on or take hope in when you're when you're engaging in this Monday, but perhaps it is. Right. Yeah, right. It should. Yeah, it should be fine. Um, I mean, yeah. uh, to what ex- to what extent are we asked to lean in a certain sense on our own, you know, weakness? Like, how do we relate to our own ability to not choose in any choice what when it's obvious? Like, the what would be better for us than worse, or any in any in any response? Like, how do we? Uh, have you have you just uh, out out? cryptated me or or could you give an example uh sure um uh you've just prepared a meal for a person who's dying and then you prepared a meal for the one who's helping the person die and it was complicated and then you worked that all out and then um you went to go take care of your own self Uh uh and uh, then I'm. You find out you have to make a cup of coffee now for both the caretaker and the. And then there's this um, podcast coming, and then there's this stuff happening, and so then, how does? So there's a. So I see my own weakness. What in the resistance, mm-hmm. I have, and knowing that I can't. Finding through actually what I would call almost Christian psychology, a psychology of fallen nature, which I don't really give a damn if it's fallen or karmic, or I really don't actually care too much anymore about, you know, the Sufis say the child is born pure and then enculturation and other things. The Buddhists say we, we it's desire that causes us to take you know, form is very very rarely is there control over is a kind of a form of a wrong desire. And then, you know, Christianity has a sort of similar thing with a fallen nature, which is sort of a contracted disease from the first Adam. But whatever first Adam being A-D-A-M, you know, and Christ being the second Adam, you know, but whatever the story or colors and shapes we want to put on the thing, it, it seems to me there's a way in which we, have, we habitually choose what is not perhaps the best for us. Now, when that is done, how does that weakness make us tender towards ourselves and others and act as a springboard into the divine life instead of it being this like Grecian battle, this like mm-hmm. battle between choosing the right and the wrong? Now, there is that. But if that's the only language I have around it, I, I generally crumble under that. I just can't, I can't lift 
you know, I projected that mode onto Buddhist methodology, which is not fair to Buddhism. There's all kinds of modes, but the mode that I took within the practice of Buddhism was very much one of using reason and then choosing what is right over what is, you know, wrong. What is what is helpful over what is not helpful. And it felt like it landed on me a lot. Yeah. And well, it just I mean, was there's too... a, a particular <clears throat> vow that's like um, the uh, the whatever doing good deeds that are of lesser value um, is okay. like a, a traditional problem in Buddhism. Um, but also, yeah. Uh, yeah. I um, human problem. Yeah, yeah. the The resistance the resistance is interesting because I'm not. What I'm resistant to on a Monday morning is all stuff that I'm going to do. And so the resistance <laughs> is like not, it's not real helpful. I just don't want, and I, but I have some history of having gotten out of things with resistance and, and I haven't broken through that yet. I think I have some history wherein I could be resistant enough that I didn't have to do something. But life isn't like that anymore. I have these things yeah. and I need to do them. And I, I I feel the need to do them whether they whether I feel yeah. like it or not. And 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 yeah. what's more, I'm going to do them. Right. Whether I feel and like it or not. That's not so much the problem, it's then the tone with which I do them. It's not yeah. my issue isn't, yeah, okay, I'm gonna what do it. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make the coffee. To, I'm gonna right. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Yeah, you got it. No, exactly. What what the hell does it give me to repeat in my head over the course of this process? Yeah, I don't I don't feel like it or I don't want to or I want to be doing something other than I'm doing. What the hell does that afford me when I'm just Well, it also it potentially anyway? hurts us. Well, right. Yeah. Sure. I mean, not only it's just not neutral. No situation feels neutral anymore, Ben, living with you for years and being <laughs> dealing with all this stuff and sometimes it's it sometimes I want to believe there's some kind of neutral karma. There's some kind of like just kind of uh -huh. as if that was <laughs> it's almost I think a desire to be numb in some way, like because the the weight of decision is so so much hangs in the balance on how the coffee is made. And I guess that's why I enjoy within the Christian world the female voice, the feminine voice is so strong there's so many female doctors of the church and saints and so they women tend they push out babies and they 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 i don't want to make too strong it seems that people that i've labeled female or that are female people people that i've seen as female and people those people although it's not always the case seem to experience and hold pain differently and there's a way in which the the the, the like Saint Teresa of Lisieux, or who was named a doctor of the church, who's who's twentieth century. I mean, late nineteenth century, um, and was named a doctor of church in the I think Vatican too, and sainted or something. And um, she, her, women women writers. They get so specific, Ben, about like the smallest of tasks. Like they don't 
belittle the small crosses of daily life. They see them as Joan of Arc moments. And it just, Mm. it's exquisite to me. I don't get that from often from male writers, maybe a little bit in the imitation of Christ, but Mm -hmm. that Thomas A. Kempis is a little more, and a little bit in the Bodhisattva, Ashanti Davis. There's something so um, germane and, and like, yeah, and I there's an, I, there's an endurance that that I think is is harder for for me to endure. There's this sense that if I could just do some grand heroic temporary act, you know, if I just exactly. we've yeah. talked about it before. If I was called in an instant to take on all the suffering of the world. Uh, and, <laughs> and and remove it from others, take a pill or something like, I think I could do it. I think I could muster the. the yeah. Pr- Cause you, you know, don't maybe. even know what's going to happen. If you, yeah, if you knew it was going to happen, you'd be like, fuck, oh, forget, forget it. it. Yeah. If I have to like slowly absorb it gradually <laughs> and I can at <laughs> any point say, yeah, I'm over it. There's no chance. There's no chance. I mean, I, it's. And, no, that's, and, that's an interesting thought experiment. And it is broadly heroic to just accept the, the slog, the daily slog. Um, yeah. Accumulated, um, is not, yeah, it's probably harder. It's harder than whatever the grand acts of heroism that I, I fancy myself to be capable of, or that, you know, some part of me wishes that I could be asked of to show, but not not really actually. <laughs> I actually don't. Yeah, know yeah, that. but not you really. Know, just, yeah. If, if, in yeah. case anyone's listening. <laughs> yeah, and then these yeah. all these little all these little self sacrifices, and then going beyond sacrifice into kind of self emptying, and then even going beyond the notion of emptying. All all the various ways the saints talk about it always seems to revolve the whole world. What we call the daily slog becomes symbols for self emptying. They become figurative worlds into into healthy voidness of self lack of a like a a kind of cleaning of the inner being of of idols and images and assumptions through this profound but see it's like saying it's all a bunch of little crosses that's true until they're not until all of a sudden what was actually the cause for suffering before for a being might be a cause for joy. And that's strange too, because wait, I used to take that thing to be suffering. And now through practice, having to deny myself becomes a joy. I'm, I'm loath to say it to Ben Kramer. I'm loath to say that I've, but I feel like I've maybe had a couple of insights into that. And it's a, it's a strange, well, then what is the nature of happiness? What is the nature of freedom? And what is the nature, what is this self-emptying that, that the, the, the mystics are talking about? Or nafsalfana, this annihilation of the false ego that the Sufis or, or becoming like water that the Taoists are to, what is this like kind of getting lower than everybody? So you become an ocean and everything flows to you, Dalai Lama, ocean-like wisdom, what, it always seems to ha- be laced with symbols for self-emptying that express methodologies to, to achieve that state. I think and, that I, 
I, I, yeah, I mean, I have that this true? tendency. Uh, well, I, you know, I, I, I have this tendency to, to discount like sayings or tritisms or something that, that I later come back and say, yeah, okay, there's, there's something to it. It's very, and I, I don't like it, you know, when people say okay. like, um, uh, suffering is pain plus resistance or pain times resistance or something yeah, like really. that. It always it's kind of annoyed pain. me because it's yeah, not no exactly kidding. clear to me no, what is this distinction being drawn between oh. uh, pain and suffering. You know, it's like a, mm -hmm. a little pedantic mm -hmm. to me, like, okay, yeah. so, but, yeah. but it, you know, but there's something to, there is, there is something to it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, even if you want to say like, you know, uh, <laughs> suffering times resistance equals a lot more suffering like that. That's, you know, even if we're not being so technical about one of them is pain and one of them is suffering, like, okay, it does seem both like, of them are pain and one's more painful. I don't know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So like, like okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Now, now that I'm being less pedantic, it's, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah it's oh, oh look it's true yeah you know, <laughs> and you know you're right. that's that's hopeful that gives me hope for sure yeah right yeah like okay yeah. so what so i'm just gonna go do the things it's fine just We're go do the do things the you thing. know how to go do the things um yeah. and also i'm i'm you know i um i got a little less sleep this weekend and mm. um mm. and resistance can be a a physiological state that's and that, yeah, damn straight. I mean, it's damn just straight. so obvious that yeah, we have yeah, to yeah. take care. You know, I have this <laughs> yeah. friend who had a kid, you know, and he's like, what do I do, Ben? You know, and I'm like, I'm going to give mm. you some advice, you know, and I don't, and you're not going to be able to take my advice, but I'll tell you my advice. You know, it's take care of your body. Um, and um, all that you want more energy, you want to be more patient with your, you know, your new kid and you want to be more patient with your wife and you want to be more patient with your life. Take care of your body. And, um, yeah, do all the things, do all the nice thought stuff. Think all the nice thoughts. That's true. Good idea. But it, none of it's going to work. Half the battle, man, is just keeping, I, I, it might even be half the battle, just the, the amount of food, the sleep, the stretch, you know, the, and I find, I don't know if it's for you, but sitting still, even if it's just in a chair or in a, on a couch, just half cross-legged and, and sukhasana, like in a simple little, but, and just just stilling the body is really healthy for the body too. I don't. I notice that I suffer more when I don't um, sit still at some point during the day and just kind of, you know, do some kind of meditation still. And I think it. So, I think it touches on the you know at some of the the points of of tension that you and, and I sometimes dance near. You know, wherein yes. I really have this this personal investment in. Um, in questioning the hard distinction between the material and non-material, you know, Indeed. like is my mind, is my soul, is my mind, you know, I mean, is my soul full stop question. <laughs> and then, um, uh, is my body, is my mind, are these autonomous entities yeah. or, or, yeah. or not? And, yeah. and I, you know, I think about why, cause I, you know, a, I don't know the answer to those questions. I genuinely don't, but there's also, um, I, you know, this is a weird word that you and I, I don't use with each other much, but it, but, um, mm. but there's something about the, the size of an audience, not audience per se, uh, but the, the number of people or the broadness of the cross section of people to whom 
someone like you or I might minister to. And, and it's one thing to, to broaden a vernacular to be able to minister to a, a broader audience that can be reached and helped and right. Um, whose hearts may be tended to. And it's another thing to, to broaden, not just our vernacular, but like our, our vision of the world and our, the, the rigidity of my personal boundaries of definitions to allow me to minister more broadly to say, uh, could I, is it possible that it's a question of vernacular? It's a, is it possible that it's a question of my definitions and my conceptions that I have this idea of non-materiality and that a strict materialist atheists, um, vernacular or, or, or conceptual understanding of reality could be a, a parano- paradigm or a vernacular, which I could step into, um, you know, maybe not, not seamlessly, but, but less seemfully. <laughs> I think, I think precisely so. And it's strange that you bring this up only because I think speaking of symbols of self-emptying that I find ubiquitous across all traditions of enlightenment, wisdom traditions in this world, one of them being atheism, whereby yeah. I see a person see the interconnectedness of atomic, physical, observable reality yeah. And by that inc- interconnectedness, create yeah. an ecosystem that is noetic and and bears within it. It includes the random. It includes chance. But it also doesn't see necessarily design or intelligent design or uber design. But it sees an interconnected wholeness that mm-hmm. needs no maker. And then that understanding leads to a person who thinks when they die, they die. And they lead a highly sensitive, ethical, awake, <laughs> loving existence precisely because yeah. they quote unquote reduced the world to atoms and quarks. Well, I, I want to check in and pressure you just about the definition of, of a couple things here, right? <clears throat> if I understand your use of the word noetic, you mean a sense of... Of of knowledge of understanding of a yeah of a a surety or yes specifically almost, Gnosticism, in, almost like a, a personal y- realizational yes. state yes. of like coming to understanding I get Spe- this yes yes Spe- even and even Spe- if that noetic is that I get the impossibility of me reaching true knowledge <laughs> that's right now that would be now that would be technically a noetic that it, would, it be would be a, yeah right. a, it would be that's a worldview and and so when they say when a person who says i'm an atomist i'm i'm with democritus or with the vibhashika school whatever you want to detail mm-hmm. or or you know in terms of greek thought democritus we go there and we see hey man atoms fire earth air went all deeply connected and then this leads to this enjoyment of i was going to say the created world the enjoyment of the experienced world in a state of connectedness that is undergone ethically like there is and that's that's kind of like i thought about because you've mentioned this now and and you brought it up again here on the heels of 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 me talking about something related it was sort of tangential tangential in a certain sense um but it indeed ties into this well 
there are symbols of self-emptying within yeah, right. atheism. One that. being, by the way, when I'm dead, I'm gone. Now that is no small burden. That is, is. no... I'll, I'll tell you, it's the sixth time or seventh time or something. That was going to be the other term, right? That I wanted to just, just push at some clarity on, okay? Is you, the way you use the term self-emptying, it's... Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of your term, but I, I think that it what you're referring to, if I understand again correctly, is a sort of a bridge between systems which seem to make a certain sense to you, especially individually, as a practitioner who has supped from some of the world's great traditions. That this idea of not necessarily a right. One could confuse that for a self that is being emptied, but to see that one is emptying, uh, being emptied of self in the sense of either coming out of a sense of self or coming to question the idea of a self or coming to question the idea of one's personal driven role or mastery over things. The Indeed, all of the above. Yeah, and okay. in the case yeah. in the case of the cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, getting to a point, and we would call it self-mastery, but from my worldview, God does the work in me by me acknowledging my own weakness and inability to do the thing. All of a sudden, I find myself enjoying, more enjoying satisfying the desires of others than myself. And there is a deep lightness, joy, and uh, uh, naturalness with the senses that there's a there's a there's an enlightenment that comes with that way of being. I haven't experienced it on a continual basis, mm -hmm. but it is what I'm after, and I do right. see right. pathways to this overcoming of of ego or uh -huh. overcoming of I me me mine yes. or whatever we want to call it. But we know when we're doing it, and then we don't. So, and often we don't know when we're doing it, and so I. Yeah, this and, is like... and I, I want to say also for for the materialist, for the the atheist yeah. or the scientistic yeah. uh, bent, you know, in their moralistic life. That Although I, careful I would, with the, I would, the, the conflation of materialism and scientists, because you know. But anyway, I, I just want to. I mean, that's say, why I picked a really yeah. weird word and said scientist <laughs> in there. You know, <laughs> I, I, I did. Mean, that. That's I, why know, I there, said what I said. It was <laughs> I, yeah, it was almost <laughs> absurdly careful to the point of no longer meaning anything. Uh, but but uh, but what I mean to say is that I think that if I were to group all of those, that I think that we could unfairly pigeonhole them as taking the position that there's no need for a creator, in the sense that I think that they would say th that they would say that it's not a question that is necessarily theirs to approach or appropriate mm -hmm. with the mm -hmm. tools at their disposal mm -hmm. to approach, mm -hmm. which is different than saying. Uh, that there isn't I don't one or there yeah. doesn't need to be yeah. one, right? Yeah, um, quite. Which I, you know, I, I also I have great affinity for that, for the right approaching well, of it course. with the noetic yeah. of this is this question is not for me. Um, I I have what is before my plate, and I have I have before me what is to be, what is my 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 cross, what is for me to bear. And I may yes. choose to bear it or not bear it, but but it is not available to me to bear what is not available to me. And so should I partake of the life that is available to me, there is what is before me and I may accept it and do it with the greatest service to that before me, which 
pays homage to myself, my family, my community, my country, my planet, or whatever I have come to feel is of the greatest value to act in service of that in every moment um, because that is what is available to me. That is, that is what is on my plate and I can never have, but what is on my own plate that, um, I, yeah, I find that. And I uh, guess my plea to myself and to you would be that it, you mean the, what that means when you say it's on my plate, is no small sentence. It what the what we what we called earlier the slog of the average day, you know, yeah. the humdrum. Um, I wonder what happens. I I wonder. I I imagine that the humdrum. I don't know how it is for everybody, but there is less for me. I think humdrumness in my life than like a year ago or two years ago or three or 10 years ago or 20 years ago. There's more of the outwardly, it appears more humdrum. Like I'm not going to Europe. I'm not teaching Dharma. I don't have a Sangha anymore. I've dismantled my yoga practice and studio. I've dismantled my teaching life, I've dismantled during COVID other things as well. I've dismantled a company. So there's a way in which like it was more, it felt more exciting or looked more exciting outwardly. But I do think that these little crosses that these great female saints have really helped me give up wanting to be seen or known as spiritual or as doing the spiritual thing or like, like I don't think I need to go to like, an, I don't, I don't, there's something in which that, that has to, or, or if it comes up, I'm aware and I really make great strides to make sure that that isn't propulsing me at all. I think attachment to this world in that way is very, it makes people think like, Everyone is so heroic, what they do, you know? Everyone is so amazing. Like my client, Walter, he's got scoliosis. He's bent over and he's got 20 years of cancer and he's lost his daughter and he's, he's, he's lost his home and that to fire. Like to, so many things happen to him. And the fact that he gets up and just treats me with a modicum of civility is like an act of, it just, I just want, I just like, oh, bless you. I can't even, how are you even being or being nice? Like, I don't, you know, and so like then he, there's this little voice in the back of his head. I see it in people. I see it in myself. You're not enough. You're not doing enough. You know, well, you know what? Just putting your own wishes aside and making a cup of coffee for someone is 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 could be more amazing than leading someone into battle and being willing to die mm. or something mm. like yeah. these these things and you know you'd hear that sometimes it sounds so like oh yes grasshopper like it sounds so no but but, but there's mass trite. to be found uh, uh, you know a lifetime 
you know, of, a, a 70, 80, 90-year-old lifetime of little crosses. Oh, my like, gosh. Do, do the math. You know, that many crosses <laughs> added together. It's like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a pretty big I cross. Those kind you know? of ladies. I right. those in, ladies. <laughs> measured in units of crosses, you know. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> a heroic the act in your, in, in your 20s, you know, and being snuffed out or something, you know. But it's not. You know, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is not, it's not a real math, but. but no, of the, course not. I was slog. just laughing that, of in, course, in the light of our materialist talk, like just, just, yeah. just put all those little crosses together. That's a, that's one big. <laughs> yeah, that's a big honking cross. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. And, and the, and, and, and that, and that somehow at some point it, it becomes then it, this is sounds going to sound perverse and it will spark debate between you and I, but it, the suffering or self denial becomes a saint's food. It literally becomes a joy to put one's own desire. And, and, and then strangely what happens in that joy is it does seem that a lot of those beings desires for others like, buildings being built for the enlightenment of for like they they thirst to save souls or to help souls they're so lost in that or some and that grace is social it's not like and i just love it when you're like well you know going into my own room and meditating sure but that's not my main bread and butter like yeah okay and i saw the priest on sunday he gave a talk and he was like, yeah, you, you go to with your little rosary. And he stood right in front of the wall of the church, just walked away from the pulpit, went right up to the wall and held his. It's like, oh, Mary, blessed Mary. And he's like just praying right to his nose two inches from it. He goes, okay, fine, do that. But Grace, you want some little private relationship with Mary? You want this like little private little room that you go in with Jesus mm-hmm. and have your mm-hmm. private little spiritual life? And he's like, John Henry Cardinal Newman, who, 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 who converted from Anglicanism to, to, to Roman Catholicism, he, he spoke about grace as being social. This is what the preacher was mm. saying. The pre- and it just, and I thought of you. And I was like, Sangha, community, grace is social. Com- c- talking with each other and raising the bar of our beings, you know, together in this and the grace of that being like that's some serious work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Go do your do your mantras. Fine, absolutely. Do your but uh, it just struck me. And no, hundred percent. I I really appreciate yeah. that. And it yeah, it's um yeah. Obviously, I I also want that personal relationship. With, <laughs> me too. With me the too. divine. Definitely not, not have a problem with it. <laughs> the social relationship is not not that you know. I mean, that's, well, big time. That's what he's kind that's of saying. The thing. What's yeah. more divine, yeah. you know, than these, yeah. these yeah. unbelievable beings that have this window into our soul because they are also a soul and. Yes. And it, it's not, you know, it's, yeah, yes. it's no small thing, obviously. And, and I, I don't, I do, you know, I, 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 whatever we bear, whatever we try to bear, the other, the thing that, one of the things that really screws up the math, right, mm, of, mm, of mm. crosses mm, um, mm. 
is is this other cross this like multiplier cross that somehow multiplier or divisory or whatever cross mm. that gets put into the equation which is just like whatever our own constitution happens to be like yes. we cannot look and mm. see another person's capacity or understand another person's capacity enough to understand like you know for someone to get up in the morning and go to work is easy for you or hard for me or or easy for me and hard for you or impossible for someone and it's not it it is because it is like you can't see what's going on in their hearts right. and their chemistry and their brain or in their, their sleep patterns or they never woke up earlier and yeah. kevin always just wakes up and he's awake and this is just like you're just a a victim of, of 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 some pretty pretty some pretty natural circumstances that are just it's true and then you're up and you're ready to go and it's not that big a deal and so and then someone's like well i get yeah. up every day too so it's just as hard for me no 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 it's, it's not. not just and as that's hard. one of the mysteries of this world for anyone yeah that's a mystery that's a mystery yes, that is a mystery we have to say no matter how that's because when they were talking about the mystery of karma, we're talking about the Shinto culture, the deeply hidden, like that's, you know, and that should, I hope that what you just said, <coughs> what it inspires in me is just being merciful. Yeah. Wow. So much mercy. And isn't it strange? We did the Fatiha at that Muslim wedding, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, the first line, which we we have our beginning. We begin in the name, the nomos, the name, the being. We have our beginning in Allah, who is all merciful and all compassionate, Rahman and Rahim. Like that is, and the RHM together, that triconsonantal root in Arabic means womb. We begin in the womb of mercy. We begin in the womb of love and compassion. It's such a, it's such a profound, like, and then everyone within that, uh, that were created, and then there's these proclivities. Mm -hmm. From where do they come? Mm -hmm. Be merciful with yourself, Kevin. You are like I. I have. Oh my gosh! Right, if my mind could talk about. That see, see, see that cross is hard. Mm -hmm. The cross that I have laid on myself that wasn't even mine to bear. Well, then why am I bearing it? Which one is that? Oh, the yeah. one that feels like he's not worthy of mercy. That yeah. guy, I guess. <laughs> well, and that's um, <laughs> yeah. Listen, there are also, and this is the thing: is like, what are the crosses if we? apply what's the, what's the the marama right the the killing mm. point the sweet spot yeah, the, 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 the sweet crucial spot, point. The, the crucial access right crucial uh, crux to cross right that's yeah, yeah exactly yeah, crucial the point. place Ooh, that's to cool. put Crosses. our pressure <laughs> to do more of the lifting and this idea of mercy self and yeah. other not self or other so, yeah right? social grace yeah yes, <laughs> yeah right including yeah. ourselves Included, right? Even our social relationship with ourself, which is yeah, so strange, so and <laughs> and it's uncomfortable to admit that we have one, but we do. But we and do. We yeah. do. We do. Yeah, we, we have do. inner dialogue. You know, hey oh, Ben, do this. No Ben, not gonna. You have no. I don't. Right. I mean, it's it's of course. And and what are you gonna do? 
yeah, you're having a hard time doing this today. Well, Ben, would you just not resist? Well, no, I can't. Well, you know, I am. That's who. <laughs> but I'm resisting. No, I can't not. But wait, I do. Wait, what? Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so hard to even. <laughs> so true. Wait, yeah. what? Wait, what? That just, yeah. that just sums have it mercy. up. Have more mercy on yourself. <laughs> wait, what? Because you cannot help Ben, but have exactly as much mercy as you do. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Oh gosh. And then and then now that now that insight. How does that then become not entrance into doldrums and the slog of the day, but the but the the holy work of it, the the like how how do I surrender into that? What is it to surrender to that? Like I don't even yeah. it's sort of layers upon layers in this work and it is it's like and i like that our 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 teacher geshe i'm glad he talked about relating to things as a a slog or just as this kind of low level radiation as a sort of slow but then it then it feels and i then it makes me nervous and i i want to go where ben just took me which is like Oh, by the way, your ability to be merciful with yourself, even when you know it would be good, but you can't because you can only be as merciful as you can be because it seems to be like hard. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I yeah, mean, right. I mean, yeah. th- this, that, what did you say? What was your... Yeah, ex- that's correct. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the one. If you ended that confused, one. that was the this, one. That, this, yeah, that. right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, but it's, but the, it is funny. Or, and that's, I mean, that is some of what relieves me of the doldrum also is to be like, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. what are you going to do? And then there's this like, oh, I don't know. It's very uh, Zen. God bless them. Um, th- th- there's this, uh, when you, you sort of like, you see the futility of trying to drive to do or be more mm. than you can do or be mm. or affect then you're just sort of left in this moment, like almost with some space to just like look around. Oh. And oh. Uh, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Oh. There's no, there's no oh. moment that's not as full as the, yeah. the desert nighttime sky. FOMO is forever healed in that moment. <laughs> <There's> no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no fear yeah. of missing out at all. Oh, there's and, so much. This, this, the whatever, the light hitting the floor in the room, and just the, it's just, oh, there's so much. I can't believe it. I can't believe how, how rich every, you know, part of an instant is full of, uh, you know, whimsy and beauty and mystery and, and, uh, and and wow, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of a like I have the ability to be enwrapped in in what is before me, and to watch it unfold. Yes. Now that ability to be enwrapped in what is before us hmm. makes doing what appears to be crosses not very cross-like, hmm. and in the, in the sense that like preparing the oatmeal this, for this morning and then not putting the banana, but putting it on a beautiful plate and making it in the shape of a mandala and then putting the almond slices in a certain, seeing the glint 
of the light off of the teaspoon, which was especially long because I gave her this new cup that doesn't burn her hands, but it doesn't betray the heat of the liquid. So I'll make sure to let her know that the liquid is hot and not to be fooled by the coolness of the glass and and to then send the stevia and to, to get the stevia in the drops and not in the packets because the packets got messy and she mentioned how it was hard to oh, like on and on and on with detail after detail after detail it's so and this is what women awakened women are teaching me this is what i'm learning from being in a matriarchy and being around women who you know are political activists or nurses that run the heads of floors or the, all the, the many, most of the people around me in my life during COVID, it's always women from the ages of, you know, eight to like 80. And so, and then all the voices in my head are Christian women, Julieta Norwich and St. Teresa of Lisieux and, and, and St. Uh, Teresa of Avila. They, they're, they, and this female voice has made me, has healed me from some kind of spiritual athleticism. Excuse me. It's it's these women have healed me or or are healing me of this and it comes up all the time. It's not but I'm not looking to combat my combativeness even. Like because that's silly. Like I have a proclivity and I am male and there's certain tendencies in my spiritual life that you've called out me out and said, look, that doesn't really work for me. <laughs> Even in this, you're like, that doesn't, that sounds great, Kevin. But like when I, I, you're really trying to convince me, but that actually I do that already. And it doesn't seem to go well. And uh, I just, am, I'm just, what you just said about being enwrapped in the moment and, and how that so deeply connects to service, because then isn't it like, rather than union, isn't it unity? Like, isn't there this union still implies another to unify with, but if you're just lost in this ser- service, but see, it wouldn't even be service. It just, it's just yeah, another. It's not, it's not, you know, right. We're not really, we're not really one. We're not really separate. It's not like that. Uh, you know, it's as I like see that. it, you know, yeah, yeah. Right. Not, good. It's those not, are, both but I did want to go into oneness for a second. But yeah. Yeah, well, and you can, but to say that, (laughs) that somehow it's contradictory to talk about oneness because there are parts or to say that somehow it's, it's contradictory to talk about parts because they are, but, but members of a whole, it's, it's, it's exactly wrong. It's exactly this. Yeah. There's oneness because there are parts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Right. Yeah. 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 But, but, but I do. And the crux ever recedes before us. This is the thing, the cross what what am i resistant to in the moment you see i don't want to go lift i don't want to go carry that heavy load is that the cross is the cross the heavy load no the cross is the is the weight upon my shoulder but the weight upon the shoulder is that the no that's the resistance to the weight upon my shoulder but is it the resistance to the weight upon my shoulder? No, it's my tendency to pull away from what I resist. But is it that tendency to, to mm. pull away? Or can, can I 
but well, I will or I won't push against that. It's my mm. discourse mm. with myself about whether or mm. not mm. I find myself to be pulling away from the weight mm. upon mm. my shoulder or the resistance or the heavy load. You can't, you can't settle upon that, but, but that resistance is here and this seems to be a part of the process and then and then you're you're watching it unfold and then like an accident you see like an accident you you find you couldn't say i decided not to be resistant exactly you couldn't exactly say that you didn't because you watched yourself make that decision but you can't imagine that you could have mustered the power if the power wasn't ready to be mustered and suddenly, b- before your eyes, there, there you find yourself in a state of less resistance and, and in some yeah. sort of a flow, in some sort of a, a natural ease of practiced rhythm around doing what is before you and getting good at it and enjoying it, even the resistance, even re- enjoying the... yes. Yeah. The weight against that's, that's the right. musculature, the and, ha- and endorphin the way, is released. Yeah, and methodologically, like even as we're trying to, as I'm trying to work this out in my own life, um, seeing the ways in which I defend my resistance, and that's mm. really interesting. Like, I I pretty quickly go to well, I've done this, this, and this, so mm. it implies that I've been keeping score in a tally, which I think I don't do, but I do. Um, so, um, that's, and that's all rather interesting too. Like if I can't really do anything about it, I can make it a practice to see the ways in which I defend what I will call a weaker self or a self that's doomed to die or a self that doesn't seem to be caught in the eternal, you know, song of love or a self that is, like limited and is 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 doomed to pain in a certain way like whatever that is the way in which i who exactly am i defending that question right there Mm, mm. who who are you protecting right now now we hear about the self-care industry the (laughs) self-care industry is a big booming industry Mm. of self-care and i see some of the self-care techniques as the ab- absolute worst way to take care of the self. I will say it frankly. Mm-hmm. I will. A lot of the things we do that are just coddling the wrong part of me, I say that, but then, like, mm-hmm. no. Every part, like, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, then I just think of my, and yet when I think of my female teachers, the, te- the Mary Daly who wrote Gyne Ecology, the radical feminist theologian, you know, when I think about Susie Adams, the birther of sociology, and I mean, Jane Adams, or I think about Mary Wollstonecraft, or I think about these great women, Virginia Woolf, my mother-in-law, who is passing away with so much dignity and has that awe that you talked about, just simple, like, love of beauty, all these voices they can be quite stringent Mm. relative to false coddling, but they can be quite tenacious in what I think they see correctly as healthy self-care 
And I believe that many of these women spiritual guides and thinkers can distinguish the two. And women especially, <laughs> they, they've helped, they helped me with this. And it, it's uh, just not, you know, it's not at all far-fetched that the, <laughs> the universe in your vicinity uh, can yeah. be helped greatly by you getting a nice smelling bath this afternoon. <laughs> it, it of all the places, I didn't know where you were going. Yeah. Take care of this body. Take care of this body. Take care of this body. For whatever reason, okay, we can work it out and we, sh and we should, and it's great. And let's keep working it out. Why, why yeah. it is so, yeah. but it is self-evident. Yeah. And, um, and it then is self-evident. It seems to be self-evident yeah, that if you I take care of this body, so you don't things often generally say that. seem to go better yeah. in your vicinity. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. don't often say that, but I've got, you know, I've got volumes of things that I feel are self-evident. Um, <laughs> just, you just don't admit it readily. <laughs> I don't admit it readily, but there's a lot of that. But, but so much of what underpins a lot of what we're having to say is... Mm it's very hard to go find the underlying truths. And this, I mean, it's a recurring theme. Yes, yeah, so much is self-evident that to say you have to establish with crystalline clarity a sort of uh, inferential, right? In, a, a deductive proof yeah. of what's before your eyes before you can accept what's before your eyes enough to deal with the person in front of you who needs your help is inane. And usually yeah. that person is yeah. you, but, but if you do a good job yeah. with that one, you yeah. may be able to help others also. And if you, you don't, you won't. Yeah, right. But then, I, but then I'm in a conundrum there, Ben, because mm -hmm. I only started to maybe even begin to have inklings of self-love when I started to care for others. And I, I think that almost like when I started to care for others was when I started to love myself, that they're born mm -hmm. and that somehow mm -hmm. this body soul thing is really tied up in that too. Like mm -hmm. who... Am I, who am I serving when I'm serving another? Honestly, isn't it enlightened self-interest? Isn't the Dalai Lama right? Like it just feels so damn good. It just feels so damn good. Yes. You know, to, well, and to we can overstate uh, what's, what's functional or not functional, you know, when we, when sometimes mm. we're talking about what's functional versus what's like shittily functional. You know, I, I, I mean, I've realized yeah, yeah, in yeah. my life that um, yeah. anxiety has been a great motivator for me. My, my yeah. fear of what happens if I don't come through for people, yeah. you know, for circumstances has been a great motivator for me. I don't think yeah. it's been a healthy motivator for me, but it has, it, Very you know, good. I've thought of it often as a sort of a, 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 a dirty, a low octane fuel that gets you down the road well and done. wreaks havoc yeah, on the a, engine. A great metaphor. So yeah. it, it's not to say that like even our sort of selfish, small self love has a tendency to maintain this body enough that we can be serv of service to other people, kind of and kind of. You know, to ourselves, kind yeah, of, and yeah, to others, yeah. kind of, and well, and it's a liability, yeah. and it's you know, and there are problems about its sustainability. And this then is what why is... you don't stop because you haven't mastered it. You go with what you have. That's right. That's you know, right. I'm going to eat today. Well, what I'm going to eat today? Well, I could spend forever, you know, comparing, 
you know, uh, whatever, all the different, you know, health schemes about what's the best thing for my body to eat before I go have lunch today, or I can have lunch today to sustain my body and, and whatever bullshit I'm going to eat, because that's what I'm used to eating. And if I don't eat that bullshit, right? If I don't eat the best cockamamie thing I can come up with, which probably has too much fat or too much salt or too much carb or too much, yeah, yeah. Too, too much for what? For optimum performance? It's okay. It's not too much that you can't pick up your kid from school today and tell him you love him and you're so proud of him and asked, ask him who he made feel good today. You know, you can, you can do that even on a, on a belly full of, or in my case, you know, starving myself till dinner um, because I'm probably going to eat too much for dinner. And so the least, at least I can starve myself till dinner. I don't think that's an optimum solution. It's not my position that, that eating nothing all day because I'm going to eat crappily and too much at night is an optimum solution. It's, it's not my position that that's perfect. It's, it's what I've got. It's what's, it's today. It's what I'm doing. It's, it's so reviewable. This is all so reviewable. I'm open to reviewing all of these things, but also today I have to act. And, um, and it's okay. So, so yeah, my, my actions towards myself, it, my, my service of self is based around a lot of mistaken conceptions of self, but via that process, I, I am tending to the body enough to be able to question <laughs> how well I'm tending <laughs> to this body or what is a self, you know, yeah. sustain, yeah. sustain the self well enough to have the capacity to question what the hell it is exactly you're sustaining, to, you know, minister to people, right? Well enough that they can <laughs> question the way you're serving them, you know, that you live to be <laughs> in their lives enough. You mm -hmm. see that they um, get the opportunity to take your service to them for granted enough <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> that they may critique it, uh, that they may critique your kindness of them. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's good. It's good. And, um, and I'm, and I'm working on it. I'm working on having a better sense of humor about my resistance. Oh and yeah. Humor around, around it is really cool too. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a funny joke to me that I, that I'm, that I don't, that I indulge myself to spend so much time thinking about not being in the mood to do what I'm definitely going to do today either way. Yeah, that didn't I, sound funny when I said it that time. I felt frustrated. No, <laughs> no. when you well, then I up. actually where I, where I went that time is I wish I could always say that. Like sometimes I've laid out my day and then I just don't make the effort to do one of the things that I yeah. knew I was going to do that day and I didn't yeah. do it. So that's maybe that's an extra thing, an extra problem that I have. Because I don't always get to everything, or I don't even always try to get to everything, or, and, um, and then, then there is this strange kind of like tuning that we can do, you know, like 
So we've had this talk about these various things, trying, trying in a way, I think, to refine the actions of body, speech, and mind with others, trying to refine and understand more deeply where we defend or resist and and then and then praying to overcome those things that we we could be happier and other people be happier mm-hmm. uh, or, or whatever the end may be uh you know more fulfilled if that works for people or for but i find i don't know <laughs> this is really really i i don't know how to get out of this one without grace like without the help of because it's so easy to just get turned in on oneself the whole time and i i notice this to be a problem when working on the self and it certainly happens to my 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 son talks to me about his struggles just being but you kind of came out and admitted it you're like look we do have this not inner prosecutor although it can be that but 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 we 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 I, we have a social life with ourselves. Mm-hmm. That was a moment back about a half hour ago. That's like no small realization. And it seems that this entire talk, this entire hour, really at the crux of it is, is or perhaps at the crux, is this very, this the inner dialogue, the dialogue with the self, with ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't know how to, I can kind of, don't you sometimes get a whiff of what the saints or the bodhisattvas are experiencing or some kind of a, but well, my it's gosh. a beautiful thing about this, the social life for me is a lot of, I've been thinking about what a lot of my great friendships are and, and what I find fulfilling in friendships and what I, you know, have a harder time finding fulfillment in, in relationships. And it's like, you know, those, those friends who I can come together with and be like, look, I've got this, you know. I've got this guy who lives in my house and I'm trying to put up with him to the best of my ability. And uh, they're like, yeah, I have a guy like that in my house, you know, (laughs) you know, and uh, I'm trying to ask him to do this and he doesn't do it. Like, yeah, I know. Well, I tried this and he seemed to do it yesterday, but it didn't work today. And uh, I'm like, yeah, right. I know I did it last weekend, but I got it to work for three days. But then the fourth day, I don't know what his problem was. And um, <laughs> yeah, the consistency just isn't there. Uh, but yeah, right. I, I think the release, I think where I think I lost the strand in that last little segue, but where I was headed was some kind of um, trust that the littleness of our lives, you know, perhaps a person who doesn't have a lot of social platforms like me or (laughs) a person whose little life, your little life, my little life, you know, and, and it's so little and so precious. And, uh, you know, my children and my wife and, and my mother-in-law passing away as we speak in a studio right next to me. And just how, like what you were saying earlier, just, really trusting in the littleness of one's life and how profound it can get when we get minute and careful in our actions and what a what a glorious battle it is to battle with the 
the voices inside our heads that don't want to surrender or give or what a what a what a glory to know perhaps that this is the battle and then somehow to, to not be like there's some greener pasture there's some other everything is the whole of the path is 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 in the kitchen and in the bedroom and in the living room and in the walkways and the roads and the coffee shops the whole there's not some himalayan thing or some zurich state of mind or some mountain some it's not it's so and it's not and scale is absurd and yet scale is absurd right you look around the room look around the room how many things do oh, you see? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, yeah. I, and I agree with you. But of the course, sense you know? of the littleness of one's life, and, and I think often we want, we want to make some kind of a ripple in the world, and there's a great obstacle in that. There's a great, because the ripples are, there's just so and, and much opportunity not... just built into our lives. There's not, we don't have to do, I don't think we all have to do as much as we think we have to do. I think, I, I just don't. I, I I feel like just having a good marriage and running a bit like the things that we're doing, the people that people are doing, all the the clay is there to mold the beautiful. That's kind of yeah, precisely because of what you were just saying. Like because it's yeah, so vast. I mean, it's not. It's and so who <laughs> who you know? No <laughs> no one's act in this universe, you know, is so grand that the the waves never settle again yeah, right. uh, that the waves are never right. you know someday indistinguishable again from other waves and so what i'm just i just want mine to last a little bit longer than others compared to what for what oh my god what a tedious uh, endeavor <laughs> to somehow my waves need to measure against whose waves to last for how long for um, yeah. And um, yeah, it's a lovely meditation, quite. And and there, you know, and there within are... the sea of existence, come now. But that, but but that meditation, precisely not doing the th little and so great. Yeah, little, and there's not a know, single act in the history of the universe that has an that, effect that yeah. that is doesn't go on that isn't being partaken of now. You know. Right, although there are some, if well, that would open. We would to open up Christology with only two minutes, <laughs> only yeah, a few right, minutes left yeah, would be insane. Yeah. But there is a yes. way in which this subject goes very beautifully into a subject like you know, Lord Buddha predicted the end of his teaching, and Lord Jesus yeah. Christ said, "I am the there is no end to this teaching. This teaching will always be." It doesn't go out of the universe. This is the one. This doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't come to an end. There is no end to this one, and I believe that one could. Well, that's uh, not. I take think out that's Buddhism unfairly pigeonholing. Oh well, it doesn't, uh, I wasn't Lord Buddha's quite done. position. Who also I wasn't okay. quite done. Okay. Yeah, no, oh. I, I was kind of going out of the initial pigeonholing. I was just. I did by saying like one could make an argument because Buddhahood is eternal and. Uh, that there's a sense in which there are always Buddhists teaching the truth on uh, somewhere, you know, or maybe well, always I mean, it's everywhere. Not, you wouldn't have to make, you wouldn't have to be the one to make that point. You know, it's, it's fairly explicit in that tradition that there's no, right. That there is, but he no did, he did say in the, in, in, or last. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of this world did, in this yeah. age, but it's just a, 
that there will be a dark period, you know, that the teachings will not be present in this world at some point, and then they, but they always return, that there are, you know, mind uh, streams that have those teachings waning in and waxing. And, um, yes. and keep in mind that, you know, that, that in that system, they're all worked up about other worlds, uh, which is not a yes. thing that you hear about so much explicitly in Christianity, of course. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's confusing, right, to pigeonhole. Well, Dante, Dante, I mean, certainly, certainly purgatory, damnation, different levels of heaven. But I, yeah. Yes, right, yeah, that, yeah. right. Yes, but, and so but, is there but not as where... not to the extent that it is in Buddhism. Nah. It's like whoa. No. I mean, you're comparing yeah. like uh, right. Yeah. No, where was or I at that time? Thought. I was teaching my mom on planet Tuscaloosa or whatever. <laughs> you like, know, what? no, it's pretty. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, yeah, oh. Yeah, right. oh, okay. <laughs> just totally that widens the horizons of the oh, mind. Well, that's <laughs> weird. Oh, I have to think about that. Uh, okay. Um, well, I love you, man. I love too, Thank though. you. I, I love spending this time with you. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. Take care of yourself, please. Take care of your family. All right. I hope you have nice conversations with yourself and that it spreads out <laughs> and everything. Good yeah, luck with likewise. that. Likewise. Say hi for me. Yeah, say hi for me. <laughs> Good <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>